0: Can you give me some background on you? Uh, Why why filmmaking? Oh gosh, Um,
1: I I kind I kind of need to roll it back to uh, Bill Paxton as much as anything. (laughs) Uh, uh, I, I I kind of been I've been a fan of film since I was very young. My my parents took me to the cinema multiple times, like from the the age of three. Uh, you know, through to, to my teens when I started to go on my own um, I uh, I then I really got heavily into Hong Kong cinema uh, and that seemed to be my thing for many, many years um, uh, and then uh, I can't remember why but I just started watching lots of Bill Paxton um uh, movies or moving I mean. uh, and I wanted to be an actor, um, and I wanted to die in films like Bill Paxton died in films. I think that was my kind of my big thing, um, and so I started to, to to train as an actor, and I soon realised that I didn't like <laughs> being in front of the camera, and I had more ideas about uh, being behind the camera, um, and specifically writing. I've been writing kind of since my teens. Um, so uh, I started to to write, uh, you know, like short scripts. Um, and then one of my friends wrote a short script, and I kind of rather arrogantly said, "Can I can I take a look at it?" And, uh, and basically rewrote it. And then found that there wasn't anyone that could direct it. So I kind of fell into to directing. I really just fell into directing through, um, you know, being a writer. Uh, and, you know, as soon as that, you know, as soon as I kind of did that, you know, it, it stuck and I haven't been able to shake it since. So uh, uh, I think it's the um, it, it's, it's that cliche of kind of going from a blank page to actually completing something um, and you know, having you know, the journey that you go on throughout it the people that you meet, the people that you collaborate with uh, and just, you know, just seeing what the outcome is as much as anything. Uh, um, so.
0: Where did the idea for scroll come from?
1: So, uh, yeah, the, the idea came from, um, uh, you know, as well as making films, I, I teach, um, I'm a lecturer uh, who um, teaches film filmmaking um and we uh through through the college that I kind of work at we had one year where they said we want you to think of big ideas big things to to do uh and me being you know kind of sarcastic uh, as I tend to be I kind of just went well if you give me uh, um a camera and uh um you know, a, a bit of freedom, I can kind of make a, a, a film with, with the students. Um, and, uh, think in no more of it than that, just that, that, uh, I thought, you know, what would be a good way of getting out of the classroom and actually, uh, um, making films again, because, you know, I'd come from Before it, you know, fell upon the one that, that we shot uh, because, yeah, we, you know, we, uh, you know I, I, kind of wrote wrote an initial draft which was very much like uh, a portmanteau film, you know, with multiple kind of stories all threaded together uh, because of the the way that I thought I was going to have to shoot it, which was with lots of students, uh, kind of being Grew and being in front of the camera, uh, and I thought, well, if we only manage to do like two or three of the stories, then, then it's fine, you know, we can make like little short stories out of it. Um, but as it kind of grew and developed, um, and we had, uh, there was a, you know, a, a phenomenal artist, a student at, uh, at the, the college who was just come up to his, like, his final, the idea that we were going to do and and uh, worked it around the, the comic book aspect uh, which uh, it, in some ways was great um, because kind of it enabled different actors to come on board we'd already cast quite a lot off the old script uh, so it allowed more people to come on board um, but it, it also kind of um, it, it meant that uh, you know everything had to change um and uh and we we kind of really just pushed through with uh you know not postponing the the filming we just went right okay we're going to set it this day we're going to film and we'll just we'll just go with it and uh and yeah, it, it was one of those experiences you know i've made various uh when, you know, you know, close to toe with, with these students and, uh, and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was one of those kind of, um, lightning and, you know, uh, you know, in bottle kind of moments you where know, where everything kind of just worked for the period of time that, that we were working on it.
0: Uh, let's talk about casting. Cause that's, that's obviously going to be <laughs> one of the main questions a lot of people have is, uh, the casting for your characters, all of them. How did how did that process go? Was there a casting call? Were they students? Did you already have some people in mind? How did all that come about?
1: Yeah. So um, I'll try to be brief. But, um, uh, <laughs> um, so I knew that there were a number of students that I had to involve in some way, shape, or form. So there were lots of you know there were lots of young characters written into the script. Uh, um, I'd worked with. A couple of the actresses before, on various other things. Um, yeah, and worked with with them for probably about six or seven years. Um, but you know, they knew me. They knew how I worked, and they were happy to kind of come back and do you know what what for them was something kind of new, uh, kind of working with with people that had no experience whatsoever. Um, and yeah, and the rest was like casting call. Cool. Um, you know, we, we um, uh, you know we put a post up on uh, on a uh, a casting report that that is now no longer, um, but it used to be the thing that, that actors would get every week. Uh, you know, and, and within there we put you know a casting call for, for this, and and we just we got loads of people kind of keen and interested in um, finding it out more of uh, auditions after we'd whittled it down, um, and uh, and yeah, we pretty much passed from there. So we had—I'm uh, trying to think how—been a few years since we did it. Uh, probably about eight professional actors initially on board, and then close to thirty students that I had to somehow um, find roles for. Uh, yeah, some of them are. You know, obviously, background, but um, uh, you know, there were a number of. It was a it was a big kind of ensemble cast that um, you know uh, I think you know when when we made it the the whole point of it, from my point of view was to get those students out of the, the classroom to actually make a film and then get it to film festivals. You know that was the ultimate goal for it, um, not for anything else really to necessarily happen with it, just for them to gain experience see whether it was something that they wanted to do long-term. Um, and uh, yeah, a, a certain, certain cast member came on kind of right at the end of the, the period of time. Um, so uh, Daisy uh, had worked with one of the actresses who i had worked with before. Um, and she had just done a commercial with, uh, with um, Liz, this other actress. And uh, Liz just kind of came to me one day and said, look, if you're after any uh, young actresses still, and I'm like, I've got 30 of them. Um, uh, uh, yeah, this girl I've just worked with on a um, on, on this advert, um, you know, she seems quite, you know, quite into it, quite game for kind of um, trying things out. So we just got, you know, uh, I uh, kind of got sent her details. Um, we got talking. She seemed really keen. we have shot the short film by this point, so I was able to show her that and show uh, um, what uh, what we'd done up until that point, all the um, uh, all the kind of the artwork uh, for the um, uh, for the comic book and all of that stuff. Um, and, and yeah, and. Uh, um, at that point I was still rewriting for the feature and I basically said to to Daisy, look, you know, the script is kind of in a rewrite stage at the moment, but I'd like to write you a role. Um, and that ultimately became the role that she played in, in the film.
0: Uh, as far as shooting the film, how did everything go smoothly and, and according to plan or were there some hiccups along the way as there usually are with independent films?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, uh, if, uh, um, anything else could have gone wrong with the film uh, <laughs> it, it, it would have um, we we shot uh, we initially shot it in um uh december of 2012 so we had like a three week period of time um which was one of the coldest winters that we had uh over here um so um everyone yeah, everyone on the the crew and Uh, I think I was probably so wrapped up in it that, that I had no clue um, because they keep going oh, I'm so cold and I'm like what is it? Is it really um, <laughs> and uh, so, so we had that we also had um, I think you know I think it's a, a thing with a lot of my films uh, over the years where um, we'll have something kind of quite badly go wrong at some point during during the uh, during the filming, and, and we'll just have to kind of work it out. Um, I'm not. Uh, so we had we had an actress on board who was playing a character who um, uh, had some kind of bad family news. We've shot like a day or, or so with her, um, and uh, so she had to pull out. Uh, so there was kind of a bit of head scratching, going <clears throat> going through that, trying to work out. Do we recast? Do we reshoot? Do we, um, do, we do something completely different with it? And, uh, and one of the actors, one of the professionals, had kind of been talking to the students that were involved. And there was one actress who um, uh, who uh, was quite keen on learning, uh, you know, about behind the scenes as well as kind of uh, yeah being a, being in front of the camera. And she ultimately took on the role of the, this professional actor. Uh, had um so it was it was very much a quick learning curve for her to step into a role that you know hadn't been written for her. We had to kind of lower the age a little bit um, but it kind of it, it worked really well and she you know she really kind of stepped up um, and has ultimately since since then gone on to um, to go to drama school and come out the other side and, and be kind of a job in actress so uh, you know, it, it, it was kind of a baptism by fire for her, but kind of worked out really well for her. Um, so we had that three-week period where we shot, we shot, you know, Daisy's stuff. We shot the majority of the, the, the other professional actors over that period. Um, and we had to come back and do, you know, do little bits along the way um, over, you know, the the next kind of year year or so, uh, we just kept coming back to it um, and that was partially down to coming up with new ideas for things, going back and redoing bits of work um, we had uh, and there was an actor who was um, in the original version of The Scroll, he was one of the main characters, when we rewrote it he kind of became a little bit of a side character but he'd already been I guess one of the, the more central characters in the short film uh, that we did beforehand, which is on the, on the DVD of the, the, the release. Um, and uh, he became, it was quite, quite obvious, quite uh, early on into the shoot of the feature that he was struggling a bit with his health. Uh, and we, we finished those three weeks and then I was speaking to the producer who was um, the grand, uh, granddaughter of um, the, the actor who was playing uh, this character, and she kind of told me, you know, that he wasn't well, uh, and it wasn't long after that that he, he kind of, he died, uh, he had cancer, and he, he passed away. Uh, so that whole role had to be, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want you know, to him out the film because he was such an integral part just had to, we had to kind of tweak bits along the way, um, but uh, I mean, it shaped, it shaped the film into what it is and it's, uh, you know it's, it's, a, it's a weird film uh, it's not a, um, uh, I don't want to say it's not, it's not commercial dreamlike state that kind of off-kilter state kind of alive Um, but yeah loads of things happened those are those are two big bits but there were loads of other bits that happened I really want to direct anything as big as this again um, and, uh, and and kind of made, made my mind up a little bit on, on that um, in terms of this was a huge, yeah, this was something that I thought, well, if this works really well, you know, in my kind of naive kind of mid-30s, I, I was at the time, you know, and um, this works really well, maybe I'll do this again, um, but um, yeah. Maybe I won't. <laughs> not certainly not in the same way. Anyway, um, it was it was a lot more uh, work than I initially
0: thought. It was really. uh, looking back, since this was filmed a, a few years ago, uh, those students that were involved have they gone on to work in the film industry or the entertainment, in, entertainment industry at all? Yeah, they have. Um, we, you know, the
1: the um, uh, the girl. Uh, the girl um, <laughs> the, the young woman um, uh, so Annie who plays uh, you know Annabelle uh, Le Grayley, who plays Annie in the film and she was also kind of the co-producer on it she's now uh, she's the third I believe uh, third AD on a lot of TV stuff over here she's done a lot of um, uh, feature films as well uh, she and, uh, you know, and there's other TV bits, but uh, funnily enough, she, she worked on um, The Last Jedi um, and she was assigned to Daisy's, uh, um, Daisy's unit when they, they shot um, on the island. Um, so they had like a, a mini reunion of sorts, um, you know, a couple of years later, obviously, you know, uh, you know working on, on scroll together. Um, you know Daisy and Annie kind of gone quite well, and um, I know that uh, 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 Annie's mum cooks Daisy food <laughs> while she stayed there. Um, and then, yeah, a couple of years later, uh, yeah, there's there's Daisy kind of playing Ray, and and Annie's kind of working on on the film. Um, and uh, so others, you know, others that kind of proved and also acted have gone on to similar things. They're working uh, in production. Um, uh, you know, Sophie's another one who she worked, uh, she was involved in Roma, on Roma, the Travarum uh, film. Uh, she's, you know did Aladdin, she's on the you know, Danny Boyle film, Names Escaping Me, comes out this week. The one about the Beatles, she's on that. Um, uh, and yeah, and um, others kind of gone into uh, go to uh, film school. Come out, the other side. One was a, a Sundance fellow uh, um, on one of their their. Uh, he was the Matty who um, uh, DP'd on uh, on school, did the majority of the, uh, the photography, did you know kind of the edit with me. Um, he he's gone on to kind of actually you know have kind of a decent career behind the camera in terms of being a director. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh I'm very yeah, I'm very celebrated. Um I'm just yeah you know, really proud of uh, the whole experience that they had with uh, yeah, working on scroll um, which yeah we never kind of um, we never kind of pitched it as a student film because it wasn't it was a film where we had students working on it and you know i i think you know i liked it at the time when we were um auditioning actors to give them an idea i said it's a bit like you know brian de palmer's home movies in that you know he went into a college and worked with you know with you know, the the people that were you know um uh, learning their craft there and kind of came out and made made that film or you know alex cox doing the stuff that he did when he went in and kind of went right let's go make a movie um, and that was, you know, that was really my, my thing. You know, I, I wanted to go in, and um, I didn't want it to be dry. I didn't want my teaching to be dry, and just classroom based. I wanted them to kind of experience, yeah, you know, independent filmmaking the way that I experienced it, which was just grabbing a camera and going out and doing it, and uh, and seeing what comes from it. Um, and as I said earlier on, uh, you know, I. Up until that point, you know, I've worked on various shoots, you know, independent shoots, but with people that have gone to film school and whatever and come out the other side and work, kind of, being professionals. Um, But, you know, the the way that the students kind of just, you know, took the, took it and kind of went, right, okay, you know, we've got to step up here. We're we're not just kind of doing this to get qualification. We're doing this to actually make a film. And they really kind of stepped up and, and went, we're making a feature film. We're making something that that hopefully people are going to watch. And um, and yeah, yeah. Little we know at the time that that um, that someone within uh, within or, you know on the film would end up being in one of the biggest franchises in the, in the world.
0: Well, Peter, that you pretty much covered everything without me having to ask many questions. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. very I'm very thankful for that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, where can people see and get a hold of Scroll uh, now?
1: And uh, as well, um, I'm a collector of films, so I I love films that have extra features on them and uh what they've done which is really cool is they've included loads of extras. so you you know on the dvd you get there's a commentary with me which basically just talks you know, more about you know what we did what we did uh rather than being you know, scene specific uh the short film mottos on there which is like a silent friday's 13th movie um uh there's a documentary that some of the students that were working on it at the time made which is really cool goes into a little bit more um, kind of, of their experiences on it. Um, and then there's some interviews. I think there's like an interview with, uh, yeah, a very short interview with Daisy on set. Um, and I, don't know who is, I think, but you can get it on iTunes as well. I don't know where else, but uh, I'm, you know, I think WildEye are trying to kind of roll it out slowly, but it is only in North America at the moment, so um, uh, you have to you have to kind of <laughs> be in your country to own it um, or uh, you know enforce uh, it yeah. but but that's fine i mean you know it's nice that it's kind of having a life um because for a long time we you know we we'd had various people uh you know ask about it um, you know about releasing it but they wanted to change so much they wanted to change the name they wanted to do this that the other they wanted to release it with nothing on it and i felt that, that was you know, it was a shame not only for you know people to actually see the whole kind of genesis of how it kind of came about but also to um yeah the name scroll is the name of the comic book within it um and you know it's such a big part of it to, to call it aardvark or something to move it further up the alphabet you know everyone kind of you know let's start started with a a or a B, um, just kind of took away from from what we you get films changing, yeah, names change all the time. But, but we were like, going, "Oh, you know what? Do we do we really want to release it?" So that's why it come out as much as anything. So um, yeah, yeah, so you can see it. Yeah, you can buy it. You can go down to your Walmart and buy it. So how much for? There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Peter, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. And uh hopefully hopefully we'll hopefully you'll make more films yeah, well, that, uh, that come over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I, I mean I'm writing stuff now for, for another director. We've got a we've got a film um coming out in the next month, which hopefully will do film festivals, which has got various um ex-hens and puppeteers working on it. It's basically uh basically gremlins versus punks on a plane uh, which i wrote and produced um, and it's a lot of fun and there are loads of really cool uh uh, actresses and actors involved in that and uh, yeah yeah that's the that's the next thing and then we'll see what happens after that